Hi, welcome to the episode of Youth Advocates. Today, we'll be talking about African Americans versus real N-word-ish. Basically, talking about how it has become more acceptable to be a real N-word than to be an African American. So, some days... Uh, some episodes, it's going to be times where I do something that's very near and dear to my heart. And this is that time. This is one of those times. This this episode is very near and dear to my heart because I'm tired of seeing my people, uh, African-American young boys and girls, accepting the real N-word mentality. It's, it's time to break that mentality. So, uh, on Three Brothers in Conversation, um, I, our, our conversations are definitely sometimes have some opinionated, uh, some, some opinionated things. Also, we, we, we talk about facts and, and, and we, and, and we research, but, but, but we do have opinions and, you know, we know everybody have opinions, but, uh, I want to get into this episode. African Americans versus real N-word-ish. Okay. Um, so hello, welcome back to Three Brothers in the Conversation. Today our episode is about the African American versus the real N-word-ish. Quick story. I do not claim to be a historian, but I wanted to at least break down the history of the word. This word began with Niger. Nigger, nigger, nigger. It's all the same to me. There's no respectful way to address this epithet or the behaviors that the word equate to. Niger basically means black. The word became nigger, nigger, nigger. The word nigger derived from a Spanish word, Niger, which means, like I said, to be black. During slavery, Jim Crow, civil rights, until today, the word has been flipped as derogatory towards black people and to cause despair upon black people. Black people have adopted the word, changed the spelling, and now use it as an endearment. But if they truly knew the history of this word, it caused pain and it caused pain for over 400 years. They would not use it. Let's talk about the transition of this word. Let's look at the transition of this epithet over the years. Niger, 14 to 1500s, meaning black. Nigger. Nigger. Nigger to nigger. 1619 to 1865. Colored. Nigger, basically. After civil rights to 1968. Then we became black, which was the black power movement, basically from 1968 to 1970s. 
Then we adopted African-Americans from 1970 to the present. But some still call us black, but but most most of the younger generation, and, and probably I'm, I'm about 52, some of our generation prefer nigger because it's used as an endearment, like, like a respectful endearment, a term, which eventually developed into a real ass nigger or real nigger, excuse my language, shit. Okay, so we have adopted that. It's an endearment. It feels good. We changed the E E R to A nigga. So now we use it as we empowering the word. But what has been what has been a real nigga got us? Or what has real nigga shit got us? I tell you, this behavior may affect you or affect someone who's already figured out what what I'm leading up to, but it's affect the next generation. As affect the next generation, it's killing them emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. That attitude is killing them, killing us, and killing the next generation. Emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, and let's be honest, financially. Because this mentality, this this real inward ish, is basically giving you the men- giving some the mentality that they don't have they don't have to do certain things, they don't have to abide by certain rules, they don't have to act a certain way in society, and it's causing them to have a a a, a lack of of good life. Let let's be honest about that. Let's keep going. Adopting the n adopting the n word epithet or attitude, in my opinion, has done nothing for the African American community. It increases the chances for epithets and negative atmosphere for our community farther farther in, into the future, or uh, or giving giving people other epithets and negative things to say about us or, or call us. Adopting the word nigger or its attitude causes you to be intellectual inferior than any other race that's a fact the older ones of us must realize the young ones are watching us closely the lesson the lessons or behaviors they learn from this negative attitude eventually causes negative behaviors at home school and other public areas which finally results into failure in school early criminal records and ultimately early a violent death although adults adopt this epithet with pride and and feel that it's enduring to one another it's not it's not it's devastating to our culture community and existence we must understand from middle school to high school is the most impersonal impressionable time in our children's lives. But as I always say, negativity is more exciting than positivity and wisdom in our community. Negativity, for some reason, is more exciting and more appealing than the positive that's in the community. We must stop that. We must get rid of that 
N-word mentality. The real nigga, a real N-word attitude that has been adopted is more of a hero-like figure than an African-American bottom citizen. So that N-word mentality, that N-word attitude is more hero-like than a person of color or black man or black woman that's abiding by rules and trying to live a better life and trying to have everything that life has offered. The person that's seeking legal to run a legal business, go to college, youth that don't want to join gangs, a, 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 a people of African descent that 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 don't want to have a negative attitude, they seem weak, they seem corny. But the person that's doing the totally opposite, to totally destroy themselves, seem hero-like. This behavior of the real N-word leads to what? What does it lead to? Let's talk about what it leads to. School dropout, early, early parenting, drug addiction, low self-esteem, dream and goal killers, early criminal record, ultimately early death again. Those are the things that happen when you use the negative mentality of the real N-word ish. I've been saying the word. That's what happens. Now, let's turn to adopting the kingship. The African-American kingship, queenship way of living, of behaviors, of attitude. Let's turn to adopting the kingship, queenship, African-American behaviors that we should show that our ancestors DNA is in us to be it's what we're supposed to be we're supposed to embrace dignity we're supposed to embrace honoring our ancestors we're supposed to embrace pride of our heritage we're supposed to embrace responsibility for our own actions we're supposed to embrace increasing personal self-esteem we're supposed to embrace uplifting and supporting your community we're supposed to embrace academic and financial education knowledge of self which leads a prosperous life for all of us those are the things that we're supposed to be doing those are the things that we're supposed to be doing. So kingship, African-American versus N-word-ish, real N-word-ish. Which one do you want to be? Yeah, when you were young, the real N-word-ish looks great, looks awesome. But at the end of the day, when you're in your middle age and you're ready to sit down, being an African-American or, or accepting the king ish, accepting the kingship or the queenship attitude is way more gratifying than the N-word. To end this episode, I want to say this. Kingship attitude will always be linked to goals. 
integrity, which is honesty and morals, inspire others, and leave a legacy, not a life of turmoil to the next generation. And that's our episode for the day. African Americans, queenship, kingship versus real N-word ish. I thought I would put that out there in the atmosphere. Thank you for joining Three Brothers in Conversation episode. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you learned something from this episode. Please tune in next week for a new episode. I thank you all for joining Three Brothers in Conversation again. We love you. Peace. And as we always say, three or 300, we going in. Hello, welcome back to Three Brothers in the Conversation, where we do not do any filters, we do not retake. It's all live, it's all real, but we do it with realness. Anyway, Three Brothers in Conversation, we're back with the second episode of African American Black versus Real N-Word-ish. When we left off, uh, we had just finished off talking about, you know, everything that happens by embracing the real N-word-ish, you know, such as early parenting, uh, drug addiction, low self-esteem, dreams and grow goals, killer, uh, earlier, early criminal record, uh, ultimately early death. So these are the things that we know uh, happens because of of our culture embracing the real n-word ish. Um, so let's let's break it down a little bit more uh, so we can finish this episode. We can finish this chapter on this thing called African American Black versus real n-word ish. You know, we talk about embracing dignity. I'm not saying that us as a whole, as black people don't have dignity. What I'm saying is we do have this thing where we feel if if we act with, if, if some of us, some of us have this thing that we feel if we act with dignity or we act like we have something or we act like we come from a, a great people, that's, that's, that's being bougie. Uh, uh, that's being, uh, you act like you all that. Or, 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 or you act like your poop don't stink, which which is ridiculous. You know, we, we all come from, we, we do come from a, a dignified people. We do come from a dignified lineage of people. We do. We don't come from ignorance. We don't come from things that uh, stop us from improving our lives or stop us from uh, gaining, gaining goals or uh, living dreams. You know, uh, we don't. We come from a dignified people. We must act that way at all times. We must embrace dignity. We must embrace honoring. We gotta honor. You know, we need to honor our our, our ancestors. We need to honor. You know, the people that came before us. 
You know, as I was talking to somebody the other day, I was stating that just in my 52 years and definitely my time or what we call wokeness or whatever y'all want to call it, I realized that in my opinion, most of us, we don't embrace our heritage. It's like we're not proud of who we are. We're not proud of, of what our or what our ancestors did for us. You know, they went through slavery. They went through Jim Crow. You know, and, and you know they went through a uh, 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 civil. You know, I mean, they, they went through everything for us. You know, and, and we seem like we don't come from that type of power, that type of energy. But I see, you know, civil rights movement, what I was trying to say, I'm sorry, civil rights movement, they came through that. And, and, and as I look back and look at other race of people, Chinese or whatever, Japan or whatever, Japanese or whatever you want to call it, whatever, they embrace the heritage. They embrace the history of their people. They're proud of it. They don't try to act like they're somebody, this or that. I have met black people who, who, who African descent say, oh, I'm Indian. Oh, oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. They want to be everything else except who they are. And I think that is very disrespectful. You're not honoring your ancestors. You're not honoring what you come from. And we come from a beautiful people, a powerful people. And I will never, ever deny my heritage at all. You know, but that's real inward-ish. That's what they do. You know, proud of our history, responsibilities for our own actions. This going to be, uh, somebody going to get mad about this, but I'm going to talk about it. We can't keep blaming the white man for our issues. We can't keep blaming the, the, the systems for our issues. Are there problems? Yes. Is the system a racism? Yes. Is it white supremacy? Yes. But we got to stop using those excuses to why we are not moving, why we are not accomplishing goals, why we're not getting money, why we're not getting our education. We got to stop using those things for excuses not to exist, not to achieve. It's ways around all that stuff. You got other black people that's rich. You got other black people that's, that's, that achieve goals. What are they doing? They're going through the same uh, white supremacist situation. They're going through the same systematic racism situations. So what are they doing? And that's the problem. We as a people, we need to start teaching other people how to get what we got. Yes, finishing up the second episode of African American Black versus the real N-word ish. Getting back to uh, increasing personal self-esteem, uplifting and supporting your community. We must embrace increasing, increasing personal self-esteem. I truly believe that self-esteem is one of most of our greatest, greatest problem in our community. A lot of us are fighting self-esteem issues. 
And most of us are fighting self-esteem issues because we refuse to know our history. We refuse to embrace our history. And we and we refuse to accept who we are. Because everything in life, everything in society has taught us that everything about us as a black people is negative. So we run away from that. Instead of us finding out the truth about ourselves, we listen to social media, we listen to the media, and even our education system that 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 never really taught us about who we were. So all those things play on our self-esteem. Everything negative we see on TV, everything negative we see in certain books, all plays on our self-esteem as a black person. We have accepted that. We have accepted that we come from slaves, knowing that if you if you was to learn your history, you would learn that you did not come from slaves. You came from something more greater than a slave. But I think all those things play on our self-esteem. We must learn about ourselves. I will not back away from that. We must learn about ourselves. And that right there will start with building great self-esteem. Last but not least on this episode, and I had to come back um, because we had an issue with the last one, but to let you know this, embracing, uplifting, and supporting your community. Most of us, not all of us, but a lot of us will leave our community, get a nice house, nice car, money in the bank, all these things, and we forget where we come from. We forget where we come from. You cannot forget what brought you across that bridge. Once you make it, once you get what you think is a great house, a land, a, once you get that great business that you started up, once you get that nice car, whatever, you need to go back. You need to go back to your community and show these people how to get where you are. You don't get somewhere and poop on them and say, oh, well, I'm better than them now. I don't have to go back. No, it's your duty. It's your duty to go back and to teach the younger people or whoever asks you for help how to get where you are. That's your duty for you to do that. We must uplift and support our community. We must not forget where we come from. We must engage those people and teach them that I did it, you can do it too. That's why I always promote, I always promote, I always promote the Ubuntu spirit, the Ubuntu mentality. I am because you are. If I'm not anything, you can't be anything. The Ubuntu mentality, I will live it till I die and I want people to embrace it. I am because you are. If I'm not anything, you can't be anything. So we must go back and embrace our community. We must go back and give back. We must go back and teach those who don't know how to get where we are. That's a fact. Now, with all that being said, I want to thank you again for tuning in to Three Brothers in the Conversation. I'm still new at this. It's going to get better. Our podcast is going to get better. I'm not going to filter. I'm not going to uh, go and edit anything. It's live. We are real. 
content. Everything we do is realistic and it's real. We ain't editing nothing. This is one podcast you will find that's real and will always be authentic. That being said, 3 or 300, we're going in. We love you. Three bells in the conversation. And this is the last part of African Black versus Real N-Word-ish. Y'all have a good week. Next week, we'll be on a new topic. And join in the three brothers in the conversation. Peace. We love you. Out.